Hi everyone, welcome back to a brand new episode of Tea with Janae. I'm your host, Janae Kirshner of Janae Kirshner Photography, and I'm so excited to have you guys here. Tea with Janae is where we give real advice, tangible tips, and thoughtful insight about what it's really like to be a wedding photographer. So I'm really excited for this week's episode because I'm bringing on my friend, interiors and brand photographer, Angela Newton-Roy. She's recently transformed from being a full-time wedding photographer into the commercial market, and I wanted to have her on the show to help our listeners who might be in the same boat. Angela blends her love of capturing feelings through an image with her love of spaces, people, and stories. She's based in Northern Virginia and fully transitioned to a new market. It's a really good episode and I can't wait for you guys to meet her. So we've got a few things to announce. First up, we changed our business name. Yay! We are officially Janae Kirshner Photography. It's out in the world. JanaeKirshner.com is live. All the socials have been changed and the response has been so overwhelming. You guys are incredible. Thank you so much for being so supportive. I was so nervous about it, but I don't know. You guys did it with open arms. So it's been actually a really good transition. So I'm pumped. I feel like myself and I'm so happy you guys like it. Uh, Another thing which I'm really even more excited about is that you guys, I'm speaking at the Hybrid Co. this March in San Diego. What? Yes, you heard right. I'm gonna be hosting my very own breakout class about what else, how to start a podcast, I'm so honored and excited to be part of such an incredible conference. I've gone personally to the first one and to the third one, and they have both transformed my businesses in ways I can't even explain. So if you guys are interested, you can visit www.thehybridco.com to find out more about the conference. And if you decide you want to go, you guys can save 50 bucks off your ticket when you use the code Kirshner at checkout. I hope you guys come. So don't forget, be sure to visit us at twithjanae.com to read our latest blog post, join our newsletter, and our super fun Facebook group. So let's get ready, grab a cup of tea, and enjoy the show. This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. Hi, everyone. Welcome back. I'm so excited you guys are here. We have a great guest today, one of my really good friends. Can Angela, can you say hi? Hi, everyone. I'm so thrilled that you're here. Thank you so much for joining us. Thank you. I'm so excited to be on your podcast. It's so great um, to connect with you and, and talk about uh, all these things that I have to share. And I just love your podcast. So this is a joy. Oh, thank you so much. So um, everyone, this is Angela Newton-Roy. And uh, for those of you to, that don't know her, let's have you tell everybody a little bit about yourself, your company, and how you started your business. Sure. So I have been in business for eight years. Um, I started as a wedding photographer in New York, which is where I met you exactly. uh, eight years ago. Yeah. And um, I, before that, I, I had a, I went to school for interior design. So I actually moved to New York City and was working in that world for a little bit. Uh, but at the same time, I was building my business and just really fell in love with uh, photography and obviously met a great group of people like you and some of our other friends. And I felt like our businesses just kind of really took off. And so 
um, I photographed wedding, weddings for eight years and was also doing, uh, you know, family work. And then about a couple of years ago, um, I had some interior design friends and clients that were coming to me to photograph their projects. And of course, coming from that world, I obviously have a heart and a passion for it. And uh, so about two years ago, I kind of started to incorporate more of that work into my portfolio and into my business model. And so now um, I have really kind of pivoted to just focusing solely on interiors and then shooting families on film or on film rather medium format film. Um, and then also uh, doing some branding work too. So uh, I live in Northern Virginia. I left the city, what, five years ago now, which is hard to believe and um, about an hour or so outside of DC. I'm from Richmond originally. So it was nice to get back to Virginia because we had our first child five years ago. I wanted Aww. to be closer. Yeah. Closer to, um, to relatives in Richmond, and I have since had another baby. So I have two kids and a dog, <laughs> and I live in the <laughs> suburbs. And That's awesome. Have, yeah, I'm happy. That's cool. So, what was your first year like in interior specifically, or just in, in just in, in general? In general, yeah. Okay. Well, it was you know, gosh, I'm trying to think back to eight years ago. Um, it was really exciting. Obviously, I feel like a lot of wedding photographers and just photographers in general, when you're building your business, you're bitten by the bug and you're so passionate about what you're doing and you're just trying to like soak up as much information as possible and learn your craft. So I was super inspired, super motivated. Um, I just, I fell in love hard with wedding photography and then icing on the cake was meeting you and meeting some of our other friends up there and just really kind of coming together with this group of you know, professional photographers who were growing um, their businesses as well. And we were kind of all at similar starting points. So it was really about networking and learning about, you know, um, what type of photographer, wedding photographer I wanted to be, learning how to run my own business. I hadn't run a business before. So it was, it was you know, a learning curve in all, in all the areas, <laughs> but it was good and it was exciting. Um, yeah. And I, yeah. I remember when we first met, I think we met at Jasmine stars, the fix right at dinner. Yes. I think like yes. Cassie, Cassie yes. Claire, who's also been on the show, uh, put it together and we've been friends, you know, ever since it's so funny how eight years just flies by. <laughs> it does. It does. But I feel like when you start out, you really need to connect with people who are in this on the same level, same starting point as you, because you all go through it together. You know, we all right. helped each other out. And I think that's why we're still close because we're still, we're still doing all this stuff together, which is great. Exactly. And it's been so cool to see how we've all done different things, but we're still here to, you know, cheer each other on and support each other. It's been great. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. So I'm excited that you're on the show today because we're going to talk about how you transitioned and left wedding photography. And I think it could help people listening because some people, you know, wedding photography is just not for them. You know, like they try sure. it out. It's too, it's too stressful, which I totally get. And yep. they want to do something else. So I really want to find out and delve, dive deep into, you know, your sort of thought process and how it happened to you. So let's talk sure. about why you left wedding photography sure. and how you decided to go full time into interiors. Sure. So I, you know, it's funny. I hate saying I left wedding photography because I'm still, you know, I still love weddings. Um, I like to say I'm, I press, I'm pressing pause. <laughs> oh, I love that. That's good. <laughs> you know, because who knows? Uh, maybe in a few years I'll go back to it. I, it was, it was not an easy decision to make. Um, so there, I'll kind of walk you through why I made that decision. I, as I mentioned, I have a five-year-old and a two-year-old. And while I love weddings, it just became increasingly um, harder and harder with each season to 
just be, to be able to, to leave my family on the weekends, to be honest. And that's not to say there's so many amazing wedding photographers out there with children and it's totally sustainable. And I think it's just, I think we all have different things going on in our lives. I think we have different family structures. We have different support. And so it's a very personal decision. Um, and for me, I just felt like it was, I needed to figure out how I could still do what I love, which is photography. Um, and at the same time, just be able to free up more weekends, especially in the fall. And as my children got older and were in activities, I just w- didn't want to miss them. So that is why uh, it took me a long time, though, to it probably took me like a year and a half to finally say, OK, I'm not going to take any more bookings because it's scary. And, it's right. you know what? I mean, I shot weddings for eight years and I loved it. And I built this great network here because, um, you know, relocating my business five years ago, that was a whole thing. And I had to kind of start over and re-network here. And so um, that was super hard to say, OK, you just spent all this time making these connections getting the ball, you know, rolling and getting to a place where you're happy and you're going to just say, nope, we're going to just put a little pause on that, (laughs) big pause on that. And I did. And I mean, I feel, I feel brave um, that I did that. And I, and I just knew there was a voice inside of me saying, this is what you need to do. And so I just listened to that. Um, It also was easy because again, I come, you know, I have a background in interior design. I have um, friends in that world and and a true passion for it. It's funny. I used to joke with my architecture professor in grad school that I was going to go back to school for photography obviously there was something to that like I you know because I went to go and then I started my photography business a couple years later so I think it was just a natural fit for me Um, I was having interior designers that I knew in the in that world um, contact me to shoot their their projects and it wasn't even something I was focusing on. I was still full-time focusing on weddings. And so I was doing that and I'm like, oh, I, I really enjoy this. Um, so it just kind of organically grew. And then I, I, it just was kind of one of those things that happened naturally. And then I just officially made the decision. This is, this feels right. Um, I'm really enjoying this. This is where I, I kind of want to focus. And then it's actually been really nice because as I mentioned before, when you start your business or starting wedding photography, you have that hunger and I'm feeling that kind of re-inspiration again, um, where I want to, because it's totally different from shooting weddings, like the techniques, the gear, the approach, all of that. And so it's just been nice to kind of um, dive back into feeling that, that hunger again, to like learn everything and try everything. And I don't know, it's been, it's been great. Yeah, I love that. No, it's really inspiring. And I think knowing yourself and listening to yourself and saying, you know what, this isn't what I want to do right now. Let's mm-hmm. hit, let's hit that pause button. Yeah, uh, um, is nice, and the fact that you, you're able to do that is amazing. So I, I I'm very excited for you. It's great. Thank you, thank you. So did you have like a single moment where you were like, I'm done. Like this is it. Like it made no. it easy. No, no, I wish I did because it would have made it so much easier. <laughs> but it just kind of again, it was like that year or so of of just feeling that tug towards um interiors and towards just you know continuing it that was it was naturally happening that that part of my business was expanding but just kind of that tug to say okay I think I just need to if I'm going to do it I need to just say all right I'm not going to shoot weddings anymore um and there wasn't one single moment it was just more of just this inner voice saying you know I want to be home on Saturdays I really enjoy interiors I want to continue to you know, grow in that area. And I just, I just made, I kind of just made the call like, all right, I'm going to give this a a shot and I'm going to not take any more inquiries for 2019. So last year in December, I shot 
the the last wedding in 2018 that I've shot uh, to date. So yeah, it wasn't, it was just like, you know what, I can't deny this feeling that I have. Um, I'm really passionate about interiors and going this other direction. And so I'm going to just do it. It was just deciding to kind of jump all, you know, go all in. Yeah, I love that. It's good. So how did you start your transition into your new market? So it, again, it kind of, ha- it found me a little bit in that I had, um, you know, uh, colleagues and, and friends in the design field that were reaching out to me years ago and asking me to photograph their work. So that's how I got my, uh, you know, just kind of initial start in it. Um, and then once I decided that I really wanted to build this, this part of my business, I, you know, it's, it's, it's kind of all the things you have to do when you're just building your business in general or becoming a wedding photographer. It's networking again. It's um, building your portfolio, learning about how you shoot interiors. Because as I mentioned, it's completely different from weddings. And so there was a learning curve there. Um, and it was just researching. It was, you know, watching everything I could find online. It was practicing at home. It was all of those things. Um, just teaching yourself how, how to do not only the technical piece, but how the business side was going to look different too. Like yeah. how, contracts. I had to get a new contract. I had to figure out the pricing in this, in this new market and in this, just the interiors world. Cause it's totally different from weddings. I had to figure out the language. So it definitely, there was a lot of research. Um, and I, and I have, you know, certain, I definitely have like concrete tips I can share on what I did because okay. it, it's, it's a big learning curve. <laughs> cool. Did you have to rebrand? I did. Yes. And I, I uh, went through a rebrand um, and it looks completely different from my wedding website. Nice. Yeah. Um, yeah. Different logo. It has a different feel. Definitely, definitely went through a, a big rebrand. That's good. Yeah. I mean, I think you definitely want to separate the two entities, you know, even though you're the same person, it's like two, yeah. two different, two different personalities. <laughs> two different yeah. So, it's kind of like a rebirth because I left behind, like, if you go to my website, there's no wedding work there. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, and I, I kind of, you know, I stopped posting it on Instagram and I, every now and then I'll post a little bit, but it's really not relevant anymore to the clients that I'm trying to reach. So I right. just, you know, phased it out. Yeah. Yeah. So it, it's important. It's good because, you know, everyone says show what you want to shoot. And if you no exactly. longer want to shoot weddings, then you don't show any weddings and you won't be no, you won't be known for weddings. And, and that's, that's really, that's a good tip. That's very important. Right. Right. So, so you were making new connections and you started to get new jobs there. Like how long did it take for that sort of to like pick up? Hmm. Well, you know, early on it. I wasn't focusing on it. So it took, it wasn't growing as quickly. Um, but I would say over the past year, I really started um, working on making new connections and networking and um, generating business. So I feel like it took a, a, a good year to start getting, because referrals is still, it's still my main, um, you know, source of, of jobs. Mm-hmm. So it was, you know, working with people. And then of course they're referring me to their friends, Instagram too. Um, I feel like posting, cause you, you obviously have to build your portfolio. You have to learn, get the kinks out, have work to show, show that you know what you're doing. Um, and so it took, a, I would say a solid year to be able to kind of do all of that conjunction to, you know, learn what I'm doing so that I can do a good job. Um, make connections, shoot, shoot work. That's going to get me more work. Um, and then, you know, work consistently for s- certain designers that were referring me to their friends. That's awesome. Cool. All right. So for our listeners, um, I would love for you to share some tips from your personal experience that would help someone interested, you know, moving into a new market. Like what, what would you say? Sure. sure. Gosh, so many. So, um, 
kind of what I alluded to before, like it's completely different from um, shooting weddings. So it depends on what you're coming from and what your background is, but study, study, study. So just study what you can online, watch YouTube videos, you know, learn, learn the different gear that you need to be shooting with and, and consider how, what you're shooting is how that's different from, and how that's going to affect, you know, the technical side of how you need to approach it from, you know, shooting weddings or whatever you're coming from. And then practicing, um, practice, you know, before you get paid jobs, I, I would practice at home, um, on my own spaces. Think about, you know, if you have neighbors or just any, any interesting spaces that you can shoot. Um, I mean, I haven't done this, but I even considered early on, like, I'm like, I wonder if there's some really cool Airbnbs around that I could rent and practice on, you know what yeah, I mean? Just yeah. to like build my portfolio. So you have to really kind of get creative and think about, okay, how can I get access to cool spaces and um, practice on them? Because you really need to just cut your teeth. You know what I mean? Right, right. And I wonder, like, I know for wet in the wedding world, people do styled shoots. So they do that to attract the bride, or, you know, the couple that they want and the locations that they want. Is that something you would, it sounds like getting an Airbnb or like a breather space and like creating sort of a portfolio out of these spaces would be a good way to start. Totally. Absolutely. Um, or finding, you know, so I, and I'll, I can talk about this uh, later. I, so I bring, I have different ways that I approach a project in terms of I can do that. I can do the styling myself and in conjunction with the, um, I mean, that's definitely something you, I feel like is, is a prerequisite. You need to be able to uh, style the project, to have a good eye for, for um, you know, to help the designer uh, because it's your responsibility as the interior photographer to make sure that their design is conveying through the camera lens. So you got to have that. But um, sometimes I've worked with designers where I actually can help source and, and really style the, the um, space, or I can work with a stylist. If it's a bigger project, I fully believe in that too. Stylists are amazing and they're worth their weight in gold. So bringing in a stylist too to help. Um, but my point in saying that is that if there are stylists in your, um, in your area that you can reach out to and see if they want to find a space and style, maybe they're trying to build their portfolio as well. And so you guys can collaborate. Um, so kind of like a styled shoot for interiors, a little bit different, but yeah. Yeah. I love exactly. that. Um, and then just think about other ways that you can build your portfolio. Um, so I, there was a, uh, a nonprofit that was hosting a silent auction and it was in the interior design world. And I donated a, a behind the brand session to that. So just like different ways that you can kind of network and also um, just, you know, generate more content, um, I think is important. Uh, yeah. So yeah, I love that. No, that's awesome. Yeah. yeah. No, great, great tips in there. So let's talk about mistakes. <laughs> sure. we, all, we all make them, uh, we unfortunately, we, and we learn from them. So, you know, what about, have you made any mistakes that you've learned from since changing fields? You know, I was thinking about that because that's such a valuable thing, I think. Um, I feel like the, my biggest piece of advice there would be, and I feel like this also goes for when you're just starting your business in general, is not valuing your time and doing things for free. Um, gotcha. I, you know, I really, I've, it's because I have eight years of experience, um, I feel like early on in my business, you know, years ago, I did that when I shouldn't have. And so um, now that I'm older and wiser, I feel like <laughs> I have been like, no, you know, it would have been easy for me to fall into that trap. But I, I have, it's not like, you know, I have eight years of experience. And so um, I think it's still really importantly to charge appropriately, but to not be free. Um, you know, I feel like people, 
don't value and won't pay for something that they've gotten for free. So they've, if you do something for free and they've associated you with that and it's going to be hard to kind of recover from that. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, and I think it's important. Like you're still a business. Um, you still bring value to the table. So I think it's just really important even when you're switching, um, you know, niches or kind of switching gears in your business to still value your time and to charge appropriately, obviously. Um, but to, to just to, to charge, you know? Yeah. Maybe even being transparent with the client saying like, look, totally. I, I want to get into this field. So I'm going to give you a discounted rate yeah. to start off with, but later down the road, it will increase. Like I think being very transparent and saying, yes. I'm not going to do it for free, but I will give you a discount. But in like three months from now, it's going to be full price. So exactly. Yeah. Yeah. I, I like that. Like charging with your worth. I did a whole tea with Janae about, you know, not should or should you not work for free. And people really had a lot to say about it, which I was really happy about because Good. it's a hot topic, you know, like you, it is. you need to get out there. You need to make a name for yourself, but you also need to make money, you know, cause exactly. like likes and exposure don't pay the bills. <laughs> they don't. Yes. I love that. You should like trademark that. I know. That's they a good don't. And, yeah. I, and I'm, I'm such a transparent person too. So what you said completely resonates with me. And that's what I mean by charge appropriately. Obviously don't, I, I think people don't go to the other extreme and charge what the people who've been doing this for 10, 20 years are charging. And then you're going to deliver, you know, not you're going to deliver crap work. Don't do that. <laughs> but don't do that. Charge appropriately for your time and your expertise and your talent, but charge something because, you know, if you have been a photographer for any amount of time and you have, um, knowledge and skill like you that you're bringing value to the table and you need to charge appropriately for that yeah there's a good uh, meme out there it says um, I don't know if it's a meme but it's like a quote that somebody wrote I don't know who did it but they say you know it took me if I charge you yes. if I did something for if it took me 30 minutes to do something it took me you're not paying me for the 30 minutes you're, you're paying me for the 10 years it took me to do it in the 30 minutes or whatever yes. I can't remember what it is exactly but it's something like you're not char- I'm not you're not paying for the 30 minutes. You're paying for the eight years it took me to do it so quickly and, and fast exactly. and professionally. Yeah. I think people forget that. I just saw that the other day and I was like, this is so good. Yes, exactly. exactly. <laughs> I, I always you, share it in my feed whenever I see it. I'm like, yes, this is it. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Exactly. So did your um, old brides or like your old couples, did they say anything to you? They were like, well, oh, did, were they upset yeah. or because I can't refer you anymore? Oh yeah. Nobody was upset. Everybody was super. I always was so lucky to get the sweetest clients. Um, so everyone was super supportive, but of course they, they would say sweet things to me like, Oh my gosh, like, you know, people they're just, they're missing that's out. One, yeah. That's <laughs> what one client said recently when I did her newborn session, she was like, I feel bad for future brides. And I'm like, well, that's really sweet of you, but Aww. there's still, you know, tons of talent out there. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, they, they've all been supportive. They understand. And and the great thing is, um, and I want to talk a little bit about this too. I do still shoot families on film. And I want to talk about why I think it's okay to shoot uh, and how, how really you can shoot two different things. Because to me, it, they're completely different. I use two completely different skill sets. And it's great as an artist because I can express myself in both ways. But so my clients, you know, my brides and grooms are having babies. And so I, you know, still get to see them and photograph their, their families and, um, and their newborns. So that's been nice. Yeah. They've been so supportive. That's awesome. That's great. Yeah. I love, I do families, my families too. And yeah. I love being a part of my couple's lives from engagement to, to fifth birthday. You know, like I feel like yeah. I call it like the, fa- I'm like a family photographer now. And I, I really, really love that phrase that it's, 
I'm with them forever. <laughs> you know, like, I love that. Yeah, it's yeah. really, it, I feel like it's such an honor. Like, it's so amazing. So it's Huge good. Honor. Yeah. So yeah. when you're photographing interiors, um, we just, mm-hmm. you've mentioned a couple of times you want to talk about the gear. So I want to know what equipment is necessary, you think, to get started. Sure. So tripod, you need a really good tripod. I did not, <laughs> I've like majorly upgraded my tripod since, uh, you know, shifting years ago into interiors and, um, you need a really good tripod, super important tethering. You need to be tethering at every shoot that you're doing so that you can uh, make sure you're getting the shot. You can communicate with the designer about, you know, uh, what you're seeing and about changes that need to be made and styling and that you're both confident and comfortable with what you're getting. So you need to have tethering software, tethering, tethering cable, and something that you're tethering to. I use my computer, um, but I've also used an iPad. You know, it's uh, personal kind of workflow preference. Um, lighting. So I like to use natural light, but you can't just rely on that. There's so many jobs that I've had where I needed artificial light. So you need really great, um, you know, off-camera uh, lighting. I specifically use the Profoto B10s. I love them. Um, and so you need to understand, you know, you need to have light stands and, um, and modifiers and you need to understand how to use artificial light to, um, you know, fill in for the, the art, excuse me, the natural light and how to use them in conjunction, um, as well as how to subtract light. That's just as important. Um, there's a photographer that I love. Uh, she is kind of local. She's, I think, in like the Maryland area, Jennifer Hughes. She does a really great job with that, um, so it's kind of like you have three dimensions, you know, you're subtracting and adding light, whether that's with like black, black cloths or um, diffusers or what you're doing, you know, to, to achieve that. You're also bringing in artificial light and then you're using natural light. So you got to understand light. Um, and then I think, I think those are kind of, that's a lot. Those are the, yeah, that's <laughs> those like, are really big. That's like 17 <laughs> workshops right there. <laughs> exactly. exactly. Um, so yes, what tripod which- is your favorite? For those who so, are listening, because people ask us, like, what's the gear? And I want to uh, let everybody know. Sure. So I have a Manfrotto tripod. And, of course, I'm not, like, a, a gearhead. Um, of course, I don't remember which one it is. But while we're talking, I'll pull it up. On, I ordered it from B&H. <laughs> and I'll tell you. I'll tell you before the end. Oh, of, good. Uh, and then do you use is. tether yeah. tools? I do use tether tools. Yeah. And then I use Capture One. Okay. Um, yeah, I use those things. And then I, I, I think, you know, a tilt shift is really great. I, I think you can get incorporate that later, a 24 millimeter tilt, tilt shift to be super honest and transparent. I just started with a 24 to 70. Um, that was kind of my workhorse. I mean, I had that from weddings and um, that's what I shot a lot with. And then I had a 50 millimeter for details and handhelds. But on my tripod, I, I got a lot accomplished with the 24. And then I just recently got a, um, a tilt shift. But I do think that, I mean, that's like a game changer for sure. So learning how to use a tilt shift and, um, and having a 24 millimeter. Yeah, that's awesome. I remember when I first started out, talk about mistakes. Um, oh, I, yeah. <laughs> I, purchased I, a, I purchased a tilt shift um, without even trying it. And it's so cool. Like if you guys haven't tried a tilt shift, it's really neat. You're like, wow, I could do this in camera. But what uh-huh. I what I found was that that's not my style of photography at all. So yeah. I was like selling you. So like I bought it, just rent it first before you guys try it, before you buy it. <laughs> but it was it was so neat. But I, but for interiors, it's like it's a must have. Like you need to have that. 
Exactly. Yes. I, I knew I had a feeling you were going to say that because I remember when I feel like we were starting out, there was that um, trend to, yeah. to use a tilt shift for wedding photography. Yeah. No, this is totally different. This is actually using it to make sure your lines are straight. <laughs> <laughs> it's a little different. Totally. Yeah. yeah. But it's yeah. awesome. But it's, it's so interesting. And I love that part of photography where what one category can use it one way and then another category can use it a totally different way and then when people blur the lines in the middle and they use it you know in a funky way it's neat too you know yeah I, I like all types of photography so it's cool yes same and just I did find the um tripod if you, so I can tell oh, you great, yeah it, it's the uh, Manfrotto CX Pro 3 it's a carbon fiber tripod and then I have the uh, Manfrotto X Pro 3 way um, pan and tilt head Oh, nice. So with a quick, yeah, yeah, got to have that on top. <laughs> <laughs> and then I also bought, uh, there's different options out there. So I'm not saying this is the end all be all, but I have the, um, the uh, like a tether tools, uh, you know, the, the surface that you put on top of a light stand that I put my computer on so I can just like move that around with me. Yeah. So basically, just, yeah, I have that too. When I shot the book, Weddings in Color, I had all this stuff. Um, yeah. So I'm like, oh, bringing back good, nice memories. <laughs> <laughs> yes, exactly. Yeah. See, all those things come in handy. Yeah, they do. And I, I never, I never sold it because I was like, we never know. And I, now I do some branding stuff too. So it definitely comes in handy, That's which awesome. is great. So do you think there's a difference between, you know, photographing a bride? Oh, no, no. Wait, my question is, sorry, I read it wrong. Is there a difference between a bride being your client versus a brand? Like, I think that would be oh. interesting for people to hear because, you know, um, is the, brand more demanding or less demanding like it what what do you think ha 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 that's a loaded question (laughs) (laughs) so uh so it's different in that it is uh, it's less emotional usually right so the 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 designers that are hiring me or the builders or you know the people in that world um it's a business hiring another business and so I think that it's just a little bit more of a business uh, oriented transaction or, or decision versus, you know, when, being in the wedding world, it's such an emotional decision. They're really connecting with you for who you are as a person and your personality and the energy, you know, I mean, energy is still important, I think in both. Um, and I think that still resonates. Like people are drawn to you, um, not just for what you produce in the interiors world, but for, you know, who you are. I mean, you want to work with a good person, a person who's easy to work with and you feel good around, but you know how it, with, you know, wedding photography, it's such an emotional day. And it's, I think it's that emotion really drives that decision early on. I don't know if you agree with that or yeah. not, but yeah. So it's a little bit less, like when I went through my rebrand, I definitely took off um, a lot of the touchy feely stuff. Now that still speaks to my family clients, but it was really finding that balance because that stuff isn't as relevant to my, you know, interior design clients. Um, it, that's, I think, what's more important to them is showing them that I know what I'm doing and then I can photograph their project well and then I'm professional and then I'm going to, you know, handle them, handle them well, you know, um, from a fresh in a professional man. Um, yeah, it's just a little bit less emotional. And, you know, I think the, the day itself, my goodness, that's <laughs> very different. I mean, you know how <laughs> weddings are. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> they're amazing. They go by so quickly and they're, oh my God, I love weddings. I still love them. Like, love 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 but it's definitely a little bit now interior design shoots are still very demanding but it's just a little bit the cadence is different mm-hmm. um it, it's a little bit slower right because uh, you're taking you're you know putting so much more time into each shot so 
yeah, it's just, it's a different feel for sure. Yeah. <laughs> and you can wear jeans and you're like, hey, how's it going? Yeah. You have your Starbucks. You're like, what's up? You got your, exactly. You got your music A wedding, it's like, you're coffee. totally professional. You're like, nope. I, well, that's, it, that's your brand. You wear jeans, but not for me. <laughs> not for me. Yeah, exactly. It's yeah. just a little, yeah. I mean, you can, I mean, my goodness, like weddings, we wouldn't even go, we wouldn't even like stop to go to the bathroom. You can do that on an <laughs> totally. interior shoot, you know? So. Like, I have to take a phone call. I'll be right back. But yeah, you can eat totally. lunch. Yes, you know it's great. You get a snack. It's nice. <laughs> it's good. Angela, this has yeah. been so much fun. Thank you so much for being here. I think this is such yeah. a great topic. I loved having you on the show. So let's tell everyone where they can find out more about you, your services, and say hello online. Sure. So you can visit me at angelanewtonroy.com. Um, I'm also on Instagram at Angela Newton Roy Photography. And um, yeah, you can email me, Angela at AngelaNewtonRoy.com, the longest email address ever. <laughs> but it works. That's um, awesome. And I'm going to put all this information in I, the show notes so everyone can just click on it. They don't have to okay. they don't have to write down that really long email address. I'm just kidding. <laughs> Perfect. I, I know, I know. It's not too bad. I'm just being self-deprecating. <laughs> but I do have a couple other just like things that I thought of that might be helpful just because I really want to leave with, you know, leave reader or um, listeners with concrete okay. tips. So one thing I do want to share is that, um, cause this was kind of a surprise to me for those who are looking to transition into this industry, it is, and especially if you're coming from weddings, it is a little more closed off than weddings. So as I mentioned, you know, you and me and, and our group of friends, we really kind of came together early on in our careers and we helped each other and we shared referrals and tips and what we were doing. That is not the case in this field. And I've actually had other um, folks who, who are looking to transition to this arena who have reached out to me and said, is this what you're finding? Is this how it is? And, and it, it, unfortunately, or fortunately, I don't know, it is that way. Wow. And so um, a big piece of advice I would give you that's helped me is reach out to interiors photographers in other markets. Um, look at other states, look at people across the country that inspire you and reach out to them. And they're going to be a little bit more open to sharing than local yeah. folks and even um so there's someone I, I mentioned her before jennifer hughes she's great she is local i have not ever connected with her but she recently wrote, wrote an article on ap almanac which is another good resource huge it's a great resource so i wanted to mention that for folks looking to get into this um type of photography and she mentioned the same thing so you know it was nice uh, just it was nice to know that other folks have encountered this i'm not crazy <laughs> and so um, you know, and I think that's just how it is. So look across the country, look at other states, look at other markets, um, and reach out to folks. And I think they'll be a little bit more willing to, to share, um, information with you, which is yeah, nice. Awesome. And they can reach out to you now. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. yeah. I, I love yeah. that. I always love giving back. I love connecting. Yeah. I think, I think the more the merrier, I think there's enough work to go around. So hopefully I can like maybe break yeah. that. Yeah. That's interesting to hear. A little bit. When we started our, our businesses, that was the case in the wedding industry where the old guard didn't want to yes. share with the new kids, which was us. Now we, now we are the old guard. We, and I know for us, it's a different mentality. It's, you know, not really, it's community over competition for, for a lot of reasons. And, and the other thing is just building, you know, bigger referral groups and, and people that you trust and people that you want to work with and second shooters. Like there's so many other reasons to be nice. <laughs> that, right. Exactly. Yeah, you get, you get more bees with honey. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. Exactly. So, so, and I, and another, another thing I reached out to, uh, um, she's amazing. Raquel Langworthy. She's been so sweet. I reached out to her. She's in New Jersey and she was 
willing to chat and I've actually even worked for her. And so I think you just have to find those people who are, um, you know, willing to be open, who are willing to connect um, like myself. And hopefully, just like you said, we'll kind of start to change that, uh, you know, in this industry. Yeah. I would like to see that. I don't know. We'll see. I love that. <laughs> I love that. Awesome. Well, Angela, thank you so much. This has been so incredible. I'll list all your information in the show notes. And thank you so much for being on the show. We loved it. Thanks. This is so fun. Thanks for having Bye. me. Bye. Bye. Well, that's it, you guys. Thank you so much for making it to the end of the show. Thank you, Angela, for being here. I'm so happy to have you as a guest. I'm thrilled to see how your business is thriving and changing, and I'm really proud of you. Thank you so much for being here. If you guys want to find out more about Angela and ask her a couple questions about interiors or shooting commercial work, if you're interested, you can visit her at www.angelanewtonroy.com. You can visit her on Instagram at Angela Newton Roy Photography, as well as Facebook. It's the same handle. And I'm going to link all this information in the show notes to make it really easy to pop on over. So thank you guys for being here. And I can't wait to see you in our next episode. Bye.